time for another rousing episode of Revisiting Sunnydale. What's up, guys? Marcella and Camila. This is episode 17. I am Camila. I am Marcella. We are going to talk about Reptile Boy today. Because it's next and we have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, I'm sure it becomes very clear when there's an episode we're not excited about as opposed to an episode Spike we're excited about. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do this. Yeah, there's no spike in this episode. I know. So we'll get this over with, and then we can move on to something much better. Um, but before that, we're going to do some unboxing. Yeah. And again, spoilers. So Marcella is unboxing her December loot crate today. Yes, and the theme is Galaxy. Because it's the December 2015 box and everything was Star Wars related in the month of December because of Force Awakens. So <laughs> so now we're finally past that. <laughs> and yes. Everybody, we're all over, we're over it. I, yeah. I, I hope everyone's gotten there. No, they're just on their third viewing. Oh, yes, this is Which true. Is I think everybody has seen it twice now. Yeah. If you've seen it, you've seen it twice. Yep, I've seen it twice. <laughs> Loved it both times. <sighs> okay. So we're starting off with... Uh, this is the first month that Loot Crate has t-shirts, and apparently I had to go back in and switch mine to a men's shirt because the female shirts are so small. This is supposed to be a 2X. What? My one breast would not fit in this shirt. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I'm going to have to give this shirt away, and I don't even... It's an ugly... It's themed off an ugly Christmas sweater. It's I mean... A, it's fine. Yeah. At least it was not a cool, a super cool Ooh, shirt that you pissed. found out about that. Then there's this huge tin box that takes up the rest of the loot crate. <laughs> and it is also a Halo. It's a Halo 5 drop box, but it's a huge tin box. Yeah. I will use this tin box. It's a cool box. Yeah, it's a cool box. Like Inside. a giant lunch box almost. Yeah. Inside the box. Okay, I was wondering. Else. I was like, damn. I was like, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's kind of light. Oh, so, yes. That's Inside the best. The box is a Pop Funko Star Wars 86. It's Han Solo's snow gear. That's great. He's adorable. I think that totally makes up for everything else in the Yes, box. it does. Aw. Oh, is this from the new yeah. one? Oh, wow. That's cool. I can tell from the lines under his eyes yeah, that he's, he's old. An, an older Like Han. Carol. He's got, he's got <laughs> Carol bags under his eyes. So, yeah, he's a Loot Crate exclusive, and uh, everyone received this. There's okay. a couple different ones on the back, but everybody got this one. And then there is a pair of adorable BB-8 socks. <laughs> Those are cute. They're really cute. <laughs> These socks never t- fit very well, though. They're supposed to be tall? Yeah, they're supposed to be tall, but they will cut off your circulation yeah. yep. in a second. Yep. So, they're cute. But <sighs> And then there is an emblem patch from Galaxy Quest. I was wondering if there will be love, a, Galaxy, yeah. a Galaxy Quest item. I love Galaxy Quest. It's one oh. of my favorite movies, and... I'm really glad they included an item, but it's not a functional item for me. <laughs> what are you going what to put that on? Yeah. I, I don't have a denim jacket that I'm going to sew this on and wear to school or, the next day. Yeah, or like a duffel bag yeah. or anything like that. It's like you, you've it's aged out of that. Shelf. Yeah. So. Womp womp. Yeah. So the box is kind of hit or miss. Good ideas. Execution a little. A little shaky. Yeah. But I love the Funko. Yeah. And I love that now Loot Crate will have a t-shirt every month. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how they do on their themes with the t-shirts. Oh. But, you know, I'd give it a six. Out of ten. Out of ten. Not, it's not, not a bad. bad box. It's just not. Not everything in it you're yeah. excited about or that yeah, you'll be able to use. especially with a galaxy theme. Like, I was thinking for Star Wars month, you know, the Funko's great, but the t-shirt could have been. Everything should have been Star Wars. All right. Well, um, all right. I guess it's time to get back into 
Buffy. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I over this week I've been off of work all week and um, caught up on some a lot of TV. And um, just As like, we tend to do on exactly. Vacation. And uh, there was like some shit happening on Lifetime or whatever. I don't know. What, I don't even know what they were doing. What the theme of their marathon was. But Nick's movie, uh, my neighbor's secret or mm. my secret neighbor mm-hmm. or something like that was on. Well, I saw that movie. Yeah. Um, it was all right. It was it was okay. Like his performance was. Very Nicholas Brendan. His performance is very good, mm-hmm. uh, but everybody else was just kind of like mad, like typical Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. And he plays creepy very well, very well, mm-hmm. a little too well. <laughs> it's a little scary. <laughs> yes. I get past it sometimes. <laughs> Private practice traumatized me for quite a while. Ooh, that was that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. I had to go cleanse with some Xander episodes just to... It's not him. It's not him. It's yeah. not him. It's acting. It's, it's acting. It's, what, it's all about acting. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I mean, I would suggest any Buffy fans should just, like, oh, oh yeah. watch it. It's I'm sure it's streaming on Amazon or yeah. something right now. Um, or probably just... it'll It's probably on right now on Lifetime. Because yeah. they, they have a lot of movies, but they tend to play the same ones over and over again, I guess. I miss Lifetime movies of the week. I, I like, do. I do stars because like that they're super cheese ball, mm-hmm. but I like them. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Give me a Tiffany Amber Thiessen movie any day. I love all of them. And there's a lot of them that are streaming on Netflix right now. Oh yeah. And um, there was one day I was I saw it. I was like, <gasps> Lifetime movies are on Netflix. Yep. I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> a little too excited. Yeah. But I watched like five of them. <laughs> now they're remaking. There's talk of there was uh, Mother May I Sleep with Danger. Yes, I saw that. And James Franco wants to re- stop it. How about James Franco? Can we keep him out of a lot of things? Like you don't have to be in everything. Most things, James. Can we keep him out. Just <laughs> stop, please. Because it's just it's ridiculous. He's it like is. all over the place all the time. Like he's in a um, movie. He was on that soap opera, mm-hmm. well, General Hospital. He's on General Hospital for like a long time. He's yeah. like doing probably theater. He's he probably yeah. He, there's a class on him. He's like he's probably in your class. Yep. Like you don't know he's everywhere. I applaud his wanting to do, you know everything. Everything. But I don't need to see everything you're doing. Right. I'm still traumatized by spring break there, James Franco. So oh. I'm never gonna get that out of my no. my head. It's never gonna leave. It was awful. That and the remake of the Kim and Kanye video that <laughs> him and Seth did. Yeah, I didn't watch that when I didn't watch the um, original, the actual Ooh. version of that music video. It's just, I mean, Kim and Kanye, I'm just not, Mm-mm. I don't see it for them at all. No. Especially not Kim. Like, I don't get it. Like, there are things, there are some of Kanye's music that I, I do, some of Kanye's music I do like. I, I think turn it off. Right. Well, most of it. Uh, like, I think, what was it, College Dropout may have been the last album that I really enjoyed. Yeah. And there's like one or two songs on, on other ones that I like, but still, it's just like, eh, I don't... You're not the voice of me. No, yeah. And a lot of people like, call him the voice of a journey. He's not Not mine. mine. Not, not me. Mine. No, he does not speak for me. He does not speak for me. <laughs> Let's just get that clear. All right, so I guess, uh... <gasps> Reptile Boy... The basic plot. Season two, episode five. There always has to be a throwaway episode or two mm-hmm. or three. Or four. Like in the earlier <laughs> seasons, there were a plenty. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, original air date, October 13th, 1997. And surprisingly, this was written and directed by David Greenwald. Shame on you, sir. Yeah. Shame. I expect much better from yes. you. You have delivered much better. Yeah. 
It's just, just this. This just... is your cocktail napkin episode. <laughs> I was very shocked to see that. I was like, really, David? Yeah, Dave. Come on, Davy. You're letting me down. Mm, mm, mm. So the summary is Buffy and Cordelia attend a frat party where they are offered as human sacrifices to a reptile-like creature. Lady gave it all away there. Right in the title. <laughs> uh, That's and my, how important the storyline is. Uh, yeah. They're just like, here's what happened. <laughs> you can watch it if you want or don't. It doesn't really matter. it's surprisingly highly rated. On, it gets us like over a 7 out of 10. What? For me, this is like a three. Yeah. It's not cracking five. Yeah. I walked out of the room so many times and had to come back and Mm -hmm. like, is this? Okay. I think my my biggest takeaway from this is that um, just about every outfit that that Buffy wore, I could see her bra. Yeah. And um, why? (laughs) That's just... 90s. That's just what we were doing back then in 97. Mm -hmm. So this is my favorite season for her hair. There were some couple. Th- there are a couple times, as Cordelia points out, uh, her hair was not looking the best. Yeah. Uh, there was like some weird curly. It looked like too much product, yes. or I don't know what was happening. Yeah, but it wasn't good. But yeah, this was like initially she had the best haircut mm-hmm. in this one. And health on a whole, I think Buffy looks the best in this season. Yeah, she looks healthy. She's a healthy weight. Yeah, you know, she's she athletic. is not that baby fat anymore, yeah. but it's still like mm-hmm. like she's still a good weight. Yeah, in which every season after this just gets she thinner, like drops ten thinner, pounds every season. Yeah, and it starts to look creepy. Yes, and her head starts. She starts to look like a bobblehead doll. <laughs> and she wasn't doing as like uh, as much of the um, hair flip, Mm-mm. the the hair hairography or the the hair acting. It was and, just. Real heavy. It's bad because when that starts to happen, you can definitely tell the difference between her and her stunt double. Mm-hmm. Like, you could almost always tell the difference anyway because they're two clearly very different women. But right. as it goes on, it gets more and more apparent when it's the stunt double and when it's her. Yeah. Because cool. the body shapes are completely different. Yeah. For example, it's always it's like the one scene that fight scene that always sticks out in my head is her and Willow, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Willow, mm-hmm. and it's like wow, okay, I can absolutely see your stunt double right yeah. now. <laughs> like I can see her face. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> in this episode, um, so yeah, like they said in the thing, like they go to a frat party. Cordy is dating a, a college boy, a frat boy, and it's always let's just just put it out there now. It's always going to be suspect for a college guy to go to a high school in yes. search of a high school girl. Right. And these guys are, what did they say? They were they were college juniors? College juniors. And now they're dating, no, senior. They might be seniors. Yeah. Actually, because she says that she's a junior. Right. So they're juniors or seniors. Juniors they're or seniors. good and grown. And they're going and uh, hitting on, looking for, searching for 16-year-old girls. And they find them, Cordy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they roll up on the campus and um, to talk to Cordy and the other guy, Cordy's boy and his friend. His friend likes Buffy, yeah, and tries to talk Cordy into bringing Buffy to the frat party. Mm-hmm. Buffy's having lots of issues this episode. Yes, nothing's working out with Angel. Giles has given her a hard time, mm-hmm. and so her, this is her defiance. She's yes, this is her, rebe- her rebellion. Her rebellion to this party. Yes, at first, you you kind of think that you know Buffy 
lets off this guy's trying to sweet talk her and she's like I ain't got time for this mm-hmm. uh, but then he somehow gets to her mm-hmm. and um, with his smooth with talking his charm with his smarm, he smarms all over the place mm-hmm. he's so smarmy what's weird about the scene where they this scene Xander's a good bit back from the car yeah and yet he hears what Tob is saying to her well, apparently, and he's like oh she's never gonna fall for that yeah and she does she absolutely eats it up with a spoon but how do you even hear that Sander has dog hearing when yeah. it comes to Buffy any and everything involving Buffy he is tuned in to he has forgotten Empata completely yeah he's gotten over it he's moved on we don't know how much time has passed between Ampada and this doesn't even talk about it. There's no not even a mention of it. No, because you'd think he would still be a little bit heartbroken about that. Yeah, because he did really like her. And so yeah. what? She turned yeah, she turned out to be an evil mummy, but or not evil, but a mummy. Um, but still, that doesn't turn off the right. feelings that he had for You're her. You're not just gonna very next week be like, I love Buffy again, teenage boys. And the episode starts with a really weird Hindi soap opera that I just don't. Ah. That's right. <laughs> it's really strange. They don't even know what's going on, but we get our core Scooby, Scooby group just hanging out. Yes, and, and it's, which is refreshing. Yeah, it's adorable. Like both Buffy and Willow are playing with, or Buffy and Xander are playing with Willow's hair. Yeah, They're like just pulling on her hair <laughs> and eating snacks and watching this weird soap opera. And it's nice to see them. It's the nicest part of the episode for Buffy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it's like yes, I'm with my friends. We're mm-hmm. just hanging out, doing nothing. Yes, and I don't have to happening. worry about the anything. Demons are going on. Yes. You should have kept your mouth shut. You guys yelled at Xander for saying at least nothing really bad happened. You should have kept your mouth shut. Yep. About it being quiet and calm and sunny day. Jinx yourself. You jinxed yourself. And we get this poor girl running down, like running away from this house. Yeah, she like jumps out of a window. Yeah. And is just running down. You can tell she is in survival mode. Yeah. Hauling ass. From monks. It looks like <laughs> dudes in robes. They look hooded like the robes. first month, like the, the yeah, uh, the um, bringer harbingers. Yes, yes, that's what it looks like is chasing her. Yep, but unfortunately, it just turns out to be a bunch of jocks, a bunch of frat boys. Um, you know, doing ritualistic sacrifices, mm-hmm. which is interesting because the girl Callie, she is. I guess you could call her a notable guest star. She ended up having her own show, The Mob Doctor. Thank you. Okay, it didn't last very long. That's right. I I thought she looked familiar, and I just didn't have the energy to look her up. (laughs) And now I guess she's on Blind Spot on NBC. Okay. I guess maybe she's the Fed's wife or something. Probably. But yeah. yeah, One little bit role. I knew her face looked familiar. Yeah. But I couldn't place her. Right. And then I saw the cover of that. I'm like, oh, yes, that Mob Doctor show that no one watched. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember when that was on or what channel it was on. It was on NBC. Mm, yeah, that didn't last very no. long at all. Um, so yeah, so there's all this. Uh, Buffy's feeling salty. Um, she runs into Angel again in the yeah. She runs into graveyard him in, yeah, the next night, and she finds Callie's bracelet, mm-hmm. and he smells blood on it. Which it was a very it's a half a bracelet to begin yeah. with. It, it's very yeah. small. It wasn't dipped in blood. No. Ew. So I don't understand. Why like, you bring it up? <laughs> you need to tell it's me like that. I smell blood on that. Whoa. Ew. Okay, that's cool. Can you not bring up when you smell stuff? I just, we don't need to talk about it. They have like this really awkward exchange where Buffy sort of asks him out, mm-hmm. or, but doesn't want to let on that she's asking him out. And yeah. he wa- he sort of accepts, but doesn't want to let on that he's accepting. And then he gets like, uh, chastises her about yeah. her being a child. She's 16 years old and I'm 200 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, if you know this. Yeah, yeah. 
keep the fuck away. Back up. Exactly. And then this is like the start of their whole Romeo Juliet because star-crossed lovers. Yeah, he gets all which I don't understand. Like it's like It got hot and bothered like quick. Like wait, it, where why yeah. why are we so intense all of a sudden? All of a, yeah, he like snatches her yes. up and gets all close up on her and is this like is no fairy tale. It's like I was still just talking about coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but then Buffy like he amps it up too far and then she just jacks it through the roof. <laughs> Like, she takes it way too far. <laughs> Which, it seems odd to me how they even got there. Yes. She's like, when I kiss you, I want to die. Die? That's, die? I, this, I gotta go. That escalated really quick. Yeah. yeah. And then she runs away. I don't even Awkwardly, know. Awkwardly, might I mention. It is her stunt double that is a good runner. Buffy runs so heavy-footed. <laughs> and slowly. <laughs> I just don't understand, like, how that translates into anything good. Yeah. Like, I've never... <laughs> when you kiss me, I want to die. I just, That's not good. I've never felt that... No. About anyone. No. Ever. That's not a good I mean, kiss. No, not a good... Yeah. Maybe, no. you know, if a terrible was like, oh, God. I want to die. <laughs> that was <laughs> novel. <laughs> but no. They make it sound all sexy. It's not. It's not. You are in a bad place. This is a terrible, um, dysfunctional relationship, mm-hmm. and you both should seek help and get out immediately. Yes. So Why can we see her bra in most of this episode? I don't know. At first, it was like, bam, black bra, white shirt. Okay. Why? Well, this is school. And then the next one, it's like another white shirt, and it's a white bra, and I can mm-hmm. still see it. Yeah. And you need a, a, to invest in some of those cami tank tops. Yes. It's um, it's a nice little layering tool, or maybe a nice sweater. Now Cordelia, I love how Cord- I Cordelia gets the best wardrobe. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody else looks like shit because they spend all the money on Cordelia's <laughs> wardrobe. She's got very smart little shirt, and she's very tailored, and she is conducting class. Yes, with one of her minions who doesn't speak. Nope. She stands there and listens to everything she says. And she's telling her that you have to laugh at everything. And the laugh that she is doing in this episode, I want to, I want to die. Every time I hear it, a little piece of me dies. No one's going to buy this laugh. And I feel like Cordy is smart enough to know that. Yeah. Like she should have been. Her game is way stronger than that. Mm -hmm. She knows better. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know why, who this doctor, whatever person, Dr. Debbie or something that she was listening to. Is giving her bad advice. (laughs) And everyone in this episode is in a bad spot this week. Mm -hmm. You know, Buffy's feeling very put upon by Giles Mm -hmm. and Angel. Giles is feeling very inadequate in his training. Because Buffy keeps kicking his ass. She keeps kicking his ass. And she's like, I don't need this. And he's like, what would you do if a vampire were behind you? Get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's being real shitty with her. Mm-hmm. And it's just everyone is having the worst, and except for Willow. Willow's just over here watching everyone's bad week. She's not caring about, you know. No, because she's still mooning over Xander. Yes. Um, yeah. There's no Jenny. Nope. Oh, where she's at. Nope. Do we get Snyder this week? No. Causing impossible problems? Nope. No. Not uh, forcing any teenagers to do something yeah, crazy. they don't want to do? No. Nope. That's how I would imagine. We didn't talk about that, but that's how I imagine that Joyce got her uh, exchange student. <laughs> because, yeah, Zan- because Snyder. Snyder made her. <laughs> You're doing this. That's that makes how, sense. Yeah, that's how they got Ampato. <laughs> that totally makes sense. So they found this bracelet has, like, letters on it. But, E-N-T. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. So they're trying to figure out where it came from and uh 
But Willow just decides to play the name game? Yeah, and I don't understand why we need to do this on the computer. <laughs> yeah. Um. Bent. <laughs> Dent. Sent. Rent. Kent. 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 It's, it's Kent. Pro- Kent Preparatory School. For girls. Um, and at this time, while they're doing all this, uh, Buffy is off at the frat party with Cordy. Because Cordelia has begged her. Because, you know, um, because this is, and this is a game that. Bullshit reason. But this is the game they they play. Yep. And she buys it. And this Mm -hmm. is why they go after high school Uh girls. Because, you know, they say there has to be like a a more girls to guy ratio Mm -hmm. at the party. And, you know, if she doesn't bring Buffy, then she can't go. She can't go. Which, yes, is absolutely some bullshit I've heard before. Uh huh. And, um, yeah. What bothers me about this, though, she wants Richard. Mm-hmm. Richard Anderson, Anderson Cosmetics, Anderson Aeronautics. <laughs> Cordelia, you're rich. This shouldn't mean anything to you. It should mean nothing to you. Right. You but have she your own. wants, she even says, I want the financial stability. Right. Help me get the financial stability, which turned out her parents. Yeah. Which, this would have made sense the season three. Yes, but not now when she's queen. I just don't get it. Yeah. With it's, her. You know, hot car, queen yeah. seed, license plate. Yeah. Mm. She has everything in the world. Yeah. She doesn't the, need them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can understand her wanting to, you know, up on her, on her level, mm-hmm. wanting someone on her level mm-hmm. financially, but she shouldn't be this pressed no, for it. not about the money. Right, exactly. It's more about the prestige, about dating the exactly. frat guy, the college guy. Exactly. That I get. Right. Not as hard as she pushes it about being about the money. No. It's really not. It's, well, it shouldn't be. No. Not for her. No, absolutely not. And she gives Buffy this list of rules. Yeah. She... Don't wear black or spand- or latexes or spandex. That's her thing. <laughs> Which, trivia, Buffy shows up in a black dress. Yes, she does. She's she like, told you not to wear... She's like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care. Your hair, do your best. <laughs> 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 I guess that's the burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whenever she was telling her about her hair and her makeup, uh-huh. that was, yeah. uh, yeah, that was a good burn. Um, so yeah, they are at the party and, uh, the guy, sir, the guy tries to offer Buffy a drink and she's like, alcohol. and he's like, Oh, it's okay. When I was your age, I wasn't into grown up things either. You know what? Suck a dick. Yes. You, like- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you, can just just go go try to date rape some other girl <laughs> and even Cordy like like sucks up the <laughs> the on, peer Buffy, pressure it's just a smidge <sighs> get away from me oh and um, Buffy's standing there in the meantime Xander has decided that he is going to crash this party to keep an eye on Buffy and catch an orgy if it's on early <laughs> and he crashes the party mm-hmm. but um they catch him and- because he's standing there with crab claws. <laughs> Talking to these two girls, animating the like. Have you been around women ever? Like where? Poor baby. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's not doing a very good job of blending in. Like that should have been his. He should have just been blending in, Uh just kind of sulk through the whole the crowd. But no, he's like talking to these broads and holding court. Yeah, and he's just like you know entertaining, blah blah blah. Well, you're about to entertain. So they catch him and they treat him like a pledge, and they uh, dress him. They put some makeup on him, slap a wig on him, put him in a bra, yep. and make him dance. Why is that? <clears throat> Why is that the punishment? Even like in season three, uh, Wesley mentioned something about them dressing up the younger classmen oh, geez. as girls. Oh wow! At his school, why is that the punishment? That homophobia guys, is yeah. a real thing. What is that? That's like, just exactly what it is. We're just gonna make you dress up like a girl. <clears throat> yep. So Buffy's almost tackled by, and I actually think the character's name is Tackle. 
He comes lumbering ac- across the dance floor. He just he's wants to dance. Super with her. drunk and woo! Yep. Hey, little lady. Yep. He's and like, he's like, hick. He's it's bad. Yeah, he's scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, she, she probably would have just punched him. Yeah, which would have been great. Yeah, but Tom swoops in and wants to dance with her. Quote unquote saves her. Yeah. And, and they dance, and he she like sucks it up. Yeah, all of it. While they're dancing, he gives her a bunch. He talks. He does talk too much. Yeah, like he's just blah 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 me, yeah. and oh. And but he's good at it. Because yeah, he's like, oh well, he's gone now, so we don't have to dance anymore. And she's like, no, no, no. And she puts his hand right mm-hmm. back on her back, and she's like, he may come back. Yeah, barf, barf. Come on, Buffy, you're better than that. Yeah, you're Ooh. smarter than that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I um this is a, a disappointing <clears throat> I'm disappointed in Buffy oh, yeah. and her choices. I'm disappointed in Cordy mm-hmm. and her actions. Yeah. Um and so uh at some point I think they are they're talking about responsibility and about and Tom says something about her being too mature. Yes. And, and she sucks that up and is like, you know, screw being mature. He hit her right in the spot cuz she that's the, that's the, her issue of the week. Yes. Had he not um gone off to serve several consecutive life sentences, he probably would have been a psychologist yep. or a lawyer. Yep. Um so uh Buffy takes a downs a drink the alcoholic drink and turns out hey surprise it's roofied yep <laughs> she's passed out in a guest room and, and creepy other frat guy yeah now there's a little bit of misdirection here for a second you like creepy other frat guy cordy's dude yeah cordy is passed out on the floor also in the yeah. same room he Which, comes how in you not see her when she i know she was all drugged up but she clearly is like right there on the floor uh, yeah i don't know i mean cordelia that's all I needed. <laughs> right. That's all I needed. Cordy? And then yeah. she passes out. That right. would have been fine. Yeah. That would have made sense. But um, yeah, so Cordy's dude like tries to, he's like hiking up her skirt or something, yeah. touching her legs. Then yeah. Tom rolls in and he saves her supposedly from him. And it's just, he starts yelling at her, that's not for, she's not your plaything. Yeah. And you think, oh, maybe this isn't a nefarious thing. Maybe this Tom guy, oh no. He, he, no, he's bad. No, he We do, the nice thing about this episode is that we see them initiating people into their cult yeah pretty early on so right we just don't know that tom is as mean as he is he's a sociopath yeah and it's when they wake up and meet callie who's tied up in the basement yeah she's telling them one of them is not like the others Mm -hmm. he's mean and that's tom yeah yeah it's like the devil you know right got the pretty face but Mm-hmm. He's a sadistic son of a bitch. And jealous. Yeah. But not in a hot way. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, that is angelus, but angelus does it in a hot way. <clears throat> this guy, I don't know what his deal is. He's just Mr. Pouty Lip. I'm gonna be the He's not even really attractive. Like, yeah, and what do they get out of this? Money. Mm-hmm. That's so, why they're doing all of this. Mm-hmm, which is kinda like a precursor to there are boys, the high school boys, in Those like idiots. season seven. Yes, Tim well, Taylor's son. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the kid from Home Improvement. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, when they gets to be in more than one episode, and he's awful. Is he? Yeah. He asks. Um, he's. Oh, that's in... not the same episode. No, it's a. I think it's a different one. I think he's in two Wait, total. When he asks uh, Dawn out. When he asks Dawn, is the same one as the one with the girl, but he shows up in the first episode when she starts her. I think like the uh, one before that. Oh yeah, that's right. When she's starting, okay. Mm-hmm. Unless it's all one long episode, which it could. Be. I think it is. I think it is one long it episode because be I remember that's how she finds the girl. We'll get there eventually, mm-hmm. a while from now. But yeah, that's another. So you all for money? Yep. 
all these boys, all, they want to sacrifice people for money. And which is money, um, worshipping of the money is what got both Cordy and Buffy into the situation to begin with. Had yep. Cordy not been so hard pressed for this dude mm-hmm. and his monies, his family monies, they wouldn't be here. Yep. So Cordy, Buffy, and Callie are chained up. Just chained up to a wall. Um, in these shackles that all three of these girls could have easily slipped out of. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Very easily. Yeah. Like, they're, like, clenching fists, so it looks yeah. like they can't yeah. um, fit through them, but we know. And Buffy could have very easily just yanked yeah. the chains down. Yeah. It goes on way too long. Yeah. Um, but uh, while they're all chained up and stuff, uh, this is, like, my favorite scene. When um, Willow and Giles realize what's happening. Mm-hmm. And... Buffy has told Giles that she couldn't per- patrol because she has to take care of her sick mom. She has a bunch of homework, blah, blah, blah. She didn't feel so good herself. Yeah. So he's been trying to respect that by not contacting her with what he found out. They call Angel and he tells him where they found the, the bracelet and um, Willow. They all figure out, okay, shit's going down at this frat house. Something's not right. We need to go. Yeah. And then Willow's like, Buffy's <laughs> there. Sorry. sorry. And then both Angel and Giles are like, what? And Willow just goes off she on them both. <laughs> She's like, you know, you, you're going to live forever. You don't yeah. have time for a cup of coffee? Yes. I love it. Yes, yeah, I love that part. I love that scene. <laughs> and you. It's like, Willow, sticking up for your girl. I appreciate yeah. that. And then she's like, I don't feel better, and we have to go. <laughs> so they're off to go save Buffy. And Xander's, you know, he's, they've closed the party down. They've made everybody go home, and he's walking away, and he sees Cordelia's car is still there. Yes. And so that's why he's like, wait a minute. He doubles back. Yeah. And then finds a dude, um, or he finds a robe yeah. in the garbage. And he sneaks back into the house. Mm-hmm. He's about to sneak back into the house when Giles and Angel and Willow show up. Yeah, so I don't know. Were they... Yeah, they saw him. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. They saw him, and then he knocks on the door to get, to get tr- tackle, yeah. to let him in. And um, so I'm confused. I'm assuming... So vampires just need a general come in yeah that's what i'm wondering how he got is it because they don't own the house maybe the school owns the house but then he still would have needed a full right on invitation i mean is it a public house or i mean because he's allowed in apartment buildings but he's not allowed in in the the apartment. apartment so was he allowed in the building but not in a room like general areas yeah. are just okay? <laughs> like the living quarters are fine. Yeah. Like the common areas are yes. okay. You just can't go in someone's bedroom. But there is still even the thing about school. Yeah. But I mean. Enter all ye who seek knowledge. Right. Is what it, yeah. But still, like, why was that a question, though? Yeah. Why was it's that not a, a li- Nobody building. lives there. Yeah. Except Marcy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all very shit. It's yeah, all very it's all confusing. Very, but we get to, he puts his game face on again. Yes. So, you know. Uh, it is the guy you want to party with. <laughs> <laughs> um, he knocks Tackle out and they go down to the basement. And I think at this point, Buffy is already starting to whoop on mm-hmm. some ass. Yeah, she's just decided, fuck this. I'm the, You guys suck. Yeah. Like, not only is this a pain in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All I wanted to do was have some fun. One night. That's all I wanted. And of course, Cordelia is like, why did I let you talk me into this? I would have left her. I would have left her too. <laughs> Eat her first. And even you know Callie. What? Callie is pissed with her. Yes. Yeah, she- <laughs> She's so angry. She just, she looks at her like, why did you, why, why is this, who is this bitch? <laughs> Eat her. <laughs> and Callie looks like she's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. She's all dirty and, yeah. and whatnot. And I, I guess this is a ritual they've been preparing for for 
a while because yeah. it happens every year. Yeah. So I don't know how many. I don't know what the specifics are. Like how many girls they needed? Maybe three. Mm-hmm. Do they have to be virgins? Because I don't think Cordy is. I don't think Cordelia is. Um, I mean, do they have to she be sixteen, <laughs> or is it just because sixteen-year-olds <laughs> are easier to trick? Yeah. Like college girls wouldn't have. And how come Tackle's not downstairs? Is it because he's so drunk? Or dumb. Maybe or he's dumb. not. He's not in. Maybe he doesn't even know what's going on. Maybe. It's quite. No, but uh, I don't know. Well, he's like, you've got a robe on. Yeah. I thought it already started. No. Uh, tackle. <laughs> dumb shit. Maybe he just takes care of snacks. He's the security. Mm. He's supposed to be security. Lackluster. So, and this demon, Makita. Makita. Makita? Makita? I think it's Makita because it sounds like a, an 80s pop star. Yeah. In, in his name. This is the lamest demon. It's awful. The makeup is terrible. The just the execution altogether, just like the visual yeah. of him. It's like a man in a suit with like I don't know. It kind of looks like a, a merman, like a mermaid tail or something. Yeah. Like he's got no legs. Yeah, and he just kind of rises out of this mm-hmm. well and is kind of waving around. And that's Robin uh, Atkins Downs. He does many, many villains. Yes. Is that the the one? Didn't we we met him? Met him, yeah, with the hair. Yeah. And the goatee. And and he was a very attractive man. He was a very attractive man. (laughs) Yeah. And this is uh, maybe the first or second time he'd been on the show. Mm -hmm. He does many villains over the... Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's huge. Very tall. But... You drop a ball on Makita. Like yeah. Your slithering snake. This is was... by far the worst villain yeah. of the entire series. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Balthazar. Well, Balthazar. In season three, the big fat demon. That, that was... was, oh, that's right. And Giles is like, if it's to, <laughs> if it's to scrub those hard to reach areas. <laughs> question kill me now. I don't like that one because it's just gross. It is really gross. Okay, so this Makita is definitely oh, the top ten of yeah. the worst. Yes. Because um, I would say the praying mantis is probably pretty lame too. Oh yeah, there is a funny moment with Balthazar. We'll have to put it up when we get there. Mm. It's an outtake on the DVDs mm-hmm. where he's in that big pit and mm-hmm. his door swings open and you see his little legs. The actor's <laughs> little legs are kicking in there. <laughs> like pity that man that had to sit yeah. in that suit all day. It reminds me of, and I don't know which came first, but it reminds me of the one in Blade, mm-hmm. the big old. Mm-hmm. That just, is that real? Uh, what was it Pearl? Pearl from Blade. Is it a, is that real vampire lore that there's some fat, a disgusting, Ugh. overgrown, just sedentary vampire? That's, it makes uh, me wonder why more thanks to Blade, more lore doesn't just put sunscreen on. Yeah, yeah. Like, why aren't you just coating yourself in sunscreen? Yeah. And having parties. Never once did that ever come up. Did anybody ever think that maybe sort of, kind of, we could have like SPF 1000 or no, something? No, instead, just... we twinkle now. Nah. That's the worst part. Like, I like that. I like those movies. I like the story. It's, I mean, it has its flaws at the base. I like the base story, except for the fucking sparkling. Like, that makes no sense. It's awful. And I've seen all the Twilight movies. Just be, and it's just one of those things. Like they were on, I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch them." I like vampires. I can't help. Yeah, it. I'll see what this story is like. Mm-hmm. But like, what was it? Like the third one? Mm-hmm. Nothing happened mm-hmm. in that entire movie. The third, no, the third one's good. It's the fourth one. It's the fourth one where they get married and she gets pregnant. Nothing happens until the very end. Yeah, like nothing. It, there was some. They get married. Like, they go on a honeymoon. Yeah, they're on the beach. 
They're playing chess. Mm. There's some sex. <laughs> that she was, gets yeah, pregnant. It was literally like nothing was going on. Nothing like, happens. so boring. And that's because that's another example of Hollywood taking one book, turning it into two movies. Unnecessarily. For no reason. Just for money. Just yeah. for the franchise. Just yeah. like, like this uh, Mockingjay. Yeah. That absolutely could have been one, one movie. movie. We would have been fine. And the only time that it has happened. I would have even taken a two and a half hour yes. movie. Yes. Give me, give me closer to three. I'll sit through it. Yeah, but it's it's only Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. It needed to be broke. There's just mm. too much content. It's a 700 plus page book, I think. Damn. It needed two movies. Yeah. There was just too much to go through. Yeah. Breaking Ma- Dawn, Mockingjay. No. We didn't need that. No, you were just gouging me. Right. For money. It's like you're being a really you're being a dick right now. <laughs> and I sat through this for no reason. Nope. I so that's. Do this. You know, and that's kind of how I feel about Reptile Boy. I sat through this <laughs> for no reason. For no reason, there was really no, um, no other character development of any. Po- There's nothing no. important. There's no tidbits that no. that arcs that carry throughout anything else that happens. Like you can absolutely miss this mm-hmm. and be fine. Yep. With- My only favorite part is the very end when they're all at the bronze, and it would be my. My my burn. It's not even Cordy. Oh. It's Xander, and they're all talking, and <laughs> Xander's like, "Why does every conversation have to come around to that freak? That freak, hey man." <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't like, care. He doesn't care. care at all. <laughs> I love it. That angel standing there. Yes, yeah, so you don't get the you know cartoony yeah. double take. No, he's just hey like, man. yeah, yeah. You, I know you heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give yeah. it. I don't care. <laughs> and so Buffy, you know, very, you know, he's like. He has taken the hint. Angel has finally taken the hint and asked her for coffee. Sometime. And she's like, yeah, sometime. I hate you both. Yeah, both of you are assholes. This is why Spike is better. And then you just, like, subject poor Xander and Willow to this, too. Yeah. Because you guys could have walked away and you done this, this stupid little dance. Yes. But it's like, and then you, and she walks away and leaves Angel there awkwardly with... People he doesn't care about. <laughs> Willow and Sam. Yeah. And Willow's just like, hee She just loves love and is yes. just like living vicariously yes. through it. She doesn't care, I guess, <laughs> what's happening. But but seriously, like, yeah, yeah this, it's, this episode. Ugh. The song this week, there's a song at the frat party, the one that Buffy dances to. It's called She by a band called Louis Says. Yeah, okay. It's a good song. Yeah, it is. I like that. Was Did anybody die in this episode? Uh, Are there any bodies dropped? Makita. Yeah. So one. We, But we're not even sure that Makita... I mean, she cuts his tail off. Does that mean he dies? He slinks and falls down to the ground, and we find out that the frat guys all are going to serve consecutive life sentences. Right. Because they found many bodies. Yeah, dating back 50 years ago. Yes, like and many bones. board members are jumping out of buildings, companies' stock prices are crashing. Yeah. All because they had fed some girls to this demon. Yeah. So I guess if you want to count all those dudes jumping out of buildings. <laughs> That's too many. But nobody cares about them. Nobody cares. They don't they mean They deserve anything. it. Yeah, because they've been sacrificing girls for mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. at least 50 of yeah. them, for their own riches yep. and um, wealth and success. Yep. And Which so- apparently, so I guess it just wasn't... Which, I mean, is a nice tie-in to let us know that it wasn't just those guys that were for for their riches. It's right. like all of them who've yes. been in the fraternity. This, is this a carries fraternity on, yeah, shitheads. Yeah, this carries on. Like you need to keep doing this every year for all of us. Yeah, to keep prospering. Yeah. Ugh. Moral but of the story: n- There's not like the one kid in the fraternity that doesn't want to do it. They're just all terrible. Yeah. 
So, I mean, all right, so tackle. He wasn't involved in this ritual that was happening. Does not mean he does not get anything nope. from it or he knows about Life it? Sentence. He helped. <laughs> no, I mean, like, had they not been caught, would oh. he still have been, would he still have prospered? Probably. From the riches and stuff? Because he was a member. Because he was there. Mm-hmm. Because that's all you had to do. All right. Because his know dad could have been a bigger somebody. Right. And he just told him he had to do this mm-hmm. and this is what you, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we, I don't know, Jacob's and This is whatever. our this is our Many. right. Yes. So this episode thankfully ends and leads. Uh, they it, it ends um, just in time for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Our next episode is Halloween. Yes, just titled Halloween, and it not only gives us Spike finally, that's right, but we also meet Mr. Ethan Rains. Yeah, this is a good episode too Mr. because Ethan this Rain. is. Um, Xander gets to be all army boy. Yeah. And a tank top. Yep. <laughs> and Buffy gets to be a helpless, helpless waif. little girl. <laughs> and Willow gets to be whatever the hell Buffy was trying to. I don't even know what. We'll talk about that. What What was. What was she trying to accomplish? Yes. What was this outfit supposed to be? What was the costume? Yeah. Because um, there's no costume there. Nope. All that is is just complete opposite of what Willow mm-hmm. would be dressed in. Yep. All right. So the moral of this story was frat boys are evil. Uh, frat boys are evil. Stay away from them. Learn how to park your car. <laughs> <laughs> and learn how to better, like, if you're sneaking into some place, if you're crashing a party, don't make a spectacle of yourself once you get there. Don't use you shellfish blend. as props. Just blend. Yeah. Because <laughs> he looks the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looked the part. He dressed well. At quick glance, he would have totally blended in. Leave the shellfish alone. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story: put the shellfish down. So, what did you guys? What do you guys think of Reptile Boy? I mean, I have learned that uh, there are people out there that liked iRobot You Jane. So apparently, there's probably people out there who like Reptile Boy, and I want to know about it, mm-hmm. and I want to know why. I have even said, even the worst episodes of Buffy are still better than a lot of percent that's on TV. Yeah. So, this is true. I get why people like them. Because, I mean, there's still, even though, like, the overall story mm-hmm. is just blah, or even the execution of it is blah, we still get our, our Scooby moments. Yeah. We still get, you know, Cordelia being bitchy yeah. or Xander quippiness or, you know, just like little things like that that totally make it worth it. Like, this, for me, what makes it worth, makes this episode worth viewing is watching Willow snap out mm-hmm. and Xander when he, um, Burns Angel. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. There's a weird moment at the beginning of the episode where Cordelia's holding court with her minion teaching her how to laugh and mm-hmm. Xander comes over and says something that's to right. her and she insults him back but he's so affected by it. Like yeah. he's so angry. He just like yeah. walks over to Willow and Buffy but continues to mean mug Cordelia. <laughs> like he's so offended. That's right. She said something about him um, one day he get to college or something like that and then something about his fast food career yes so so i guess that's what hurts him is when people talk about like how he will not be successful and it's funny because in a couple episodes from now they you know they start their little thing and she you know she still insults him in front of their friends just to keep up appearances right you know so i understand later on why he gets so offended when you know right tries to compliment her and she flips out. But this was weird because he took it the same way. Like, yeah. he was, like, looking at her like, why would you say that to me? Yeah. Like, he was really hurt. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was absolutely offended by that. And it was so weird. But. Yeah. Hmm. Had he already started a little? Liking her? Yeah. 
I feel like, you know, Xander probably always liked Cordelia a little bit. Because, I mean, she's a good-looking girl. And he mentions in that Wish First episode that she was an old crush. That's right. It's like, well, when was she an old crush? Because you guys just dated. There was no crush. Yeah. When was she an old crush? Right. Yeah, it must be. I, I feel, yeah, Xander, absolutely. He always had, a, I'm, I'm sure he always had, like, a little thing. He always wanted what he couldn't have. Right. But he Until just, he could have it. Yeah. And then he wanted what he couldn't have. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, you jerk face. Yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 oh, Which I will be interested to revisit and see, like, the moment where that starts to happen and why. Because I don't really recall exactly what. It was the prom episode. It was the, the dressing. Yeah. Up. Okay. So, but it'll be it'll be nice to to revisit that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, the Zander. arc between the the four of them mm-hmm. is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Even into the college years, it's very. I often wonder what would have happened with Cordelia had she stayed in Sunnydale. Right. You know what would, would her have, arc have been? Would had she, she have stayed? stayed? Would she have been the same? Probably. Probably. Or which I don't think she would have grown too much. The th- and she couldn't have stayed because you cannot have Anya and Cordelia. Nope. At the same time, in the same place. They're too similar. Mm-hmm. They're not the same character. They're not the same. But they're very similar. And, they would have killed each other. Right. And like Anya, she says what's on her mind all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's more, it's not like Cordelia who is trying to insult. Right. Like Anya, for the most part, is just like, hey, this. I'm just blunt. Like yeah. This is just the way I am. Yeah. And, um... And it's also, you know, she doesn't lack that human empathy mm-hmm. or compassion. She doesn't have that human empathy or compassion where Cordy's just like, meh. Yeah. And I also found it really interesting that uh, they never slept together. Who? Cordelia and Xander. Oh, they never actually had sex. Yeah. Because he loses his virginity to Faith. That's right. Because Faith then says, you know, when they're talking about how... Uh, when she's talking to the potentials in season seven, she's like, oh, anytime Anya starts talking about Xander, I just remind him that I got there first. <laughs> and she shuts the hell up. How did Cordelia and Xander never have sex? So was it that Cordy was was, was a virgin? A good girl? Is she a good girl? She was not. I, she was not a virgin when she got pregnant on Angel with that um, right. party down there. Right. <laughs> with Ron Donald. She so, could not have been. No. So what was it that kept her, like, why didn't her and Xander? Because they dated for, what, almost two years. Was it really? It was halfway through season two. And I know they had, like, the summer apart, or the summer where they went to the pier and all that stuff right. and got the photos. So it's like a year and a half. Yeah. All of senior year. Well, half of senior year. So at least a solid year. At least a solid year. Huh. Almost a year and a half. Because I feel like there is something that... Cordy said in earlier episodes that made us think that she wasn't a virgin Mm -hmm. and so I don't I don't know that is weird that they never did was it just Mm -hmm. because I highly doubt Xander would have turned it down if right if opportunity had arisen I mean she's in the car with that guy yeah I think that's what it was that was really that made me think oh Oh, yeah she says something about things in my daddy's car that he can't you know yeah which I mean or is she one of those girls that do everything else but and calls herself a virgin Mm -hmm. (laughs) She probably is. She probably is. It's just weird to me that they have this monumental re- relationship, mm-hmm. and yet they don't. Or maybe it's uh, Cordy still wasn't. It doesn't seem like she ever like fully went into that relationship. Mm-hmm. Like she always kind of had one foot out the door, mm-hmm. and it also wasn't after a while when she was you know comfortable 
actually hanging out with him and putting his picture up in her locker. Yeah. So I don't know. So many questions, these kids. Oh, my God. I know. All right. Well, if you guys have answers to any of those questions, that'd be great. I'd like yeah, to hear. We want to hear your, um, you know, what your thoughts are on Cordy and Xander. And, you know, we'll get there. Um, we'll be able to talk it out, flush it out a little bit yeah. further. Let you, us know what your favorite Halloween costume is in preparation for <laughs> next week's episode. What was your favorite Halloween costume you ever wore in high school? Did you wear it to school? Did you have to do the parade? Uh. <laughs> Remember the elementary school parade? Yeah. Yeah. We had a girl in fifth grade come to school dressed like Aunt Jemima. A white girl. Mm. Came to school in blackface. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was... Oh, my God. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, were you in a majority... Ma- ma- uh. There were three of us. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, and there was no, I'm assuming there was no repercussions for this. Whatsoever. She had to go home. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. They sent her home. Okay. Well, I'd just like to know, like, what kind of parents. Right. Are like, yeah, sure. You nailed that one. You yeah. knocked it out of the park. You look great. Go to school. <laughs> How was the bus driver not like, oh, no, you got to go home. You, <laughs> you cannot get on my bus. <laughs> Looking like that. And she was so, she, I mean, she's in fifth grade. She's right. So she probably, you should have known better. Yeah. But at the same time, she was just so happy about it. Like, oh, look at me. Look what I did. I look exactly like look her. Look what you did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Look what you did. Oh. So just to reiterate, blackface, never okay at any age, at any point, at any time. We're talking to you, Julianne Huff. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, um, tell us uh, any of your Halloween stories and stuff or, you know, anything like that. Or if you've got horrible frat stories that you want to get off your chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've all got those. Um, <laughs> you can leave us a voicemail message at 412-385-7250. <clears throat> or send us an MP3 file that's less than two minutes long. Poor Fabo. Or um, at revisitingsunnydale at gmail.com. You can also, you know, always just kind of say hello to us on facebook revisiting sunnydale or tweet us at back to sunnydale and you can tweet me camila at the underscore rugged angel or me marcella at mspear 7338 